Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, May 5th, 2022. And here are some of today's trends in the news. Well, the biggest trend is that in all my life, I've never seen such a low-life bunch of shitheads ruining and running our lives. It's just, it's beyond the belief. When you look at who these people are, these arrogant little low-life pieces of crap telling us what to do. You know, there was this uh, story. This is like a headline story in Yahoo. You ready? On Saturday, comedian Trevor Noah stood before a ballroom of 2,600 journalists, celebrities, and political elites at the White House Correspondents Association dinner. Journalists, you little fucking nothing, shithead, scumbag, arrogant prostitutes. There's not a man or woman among you in the mainstream media. All you do is bow down and suck up to your corporate pimps and your Washington whore masses. Journalists, go fuck yourself. Oh, well maybe you transgenderized and you could only, can't get fucked anymore. Or any way you want to get fucked. Celebrities, arrogant little pieces of fucking shit. What celebrities? Comedians? Oh, like that guy Kimmel, huh? Oh, a celebrity bragging about and telling everybody to get vaxxed. Woo! Little clown all vaxxed up like that Colbert clown. That little arrogant, dickless little boys. Get the vax, get the vax. I got it. Oh, boy, I'm so happy I got it. I got the virus. And I got the vaccine and the booster. I'm so thankful. Fuck off. I didn't get the vaccine. I didn't get the booster. And I didn't get the virus. Fuck face is. And political elites. Can you imagine? That's how low society's gone. When you call these scumbags, these fucking pricking bastards, who steal our money and give it to the banksters, the too big to fails, that take campaign contributions that are bribes and payoffs, have been sucking off the public tit all their lives and not a war that they don't love. Not a war that they don't love. Political elites. And that's why you tune into Trends in the News. Because we're giving you the facts of what you need. Not the bullshit that they're selling to get you to watch their crap. Oh, your new Trends Journal went out on Tuesday? I'm in charge. There it is, misinformation. Another arrogant clown. Yeah, the Disinformation Governance Board. Could you imagine that? KGB in USA or USSA. So we're giving you what you need. Again, what's going on in the markets now, you read this week's Trends Journal, no surprise. Stocks pull back sharply today. They erased the rally they had yesterday when it went up like over 900 points. They were down over 1,000 points. The NASDAQ was down almost 5%. Boop, 
in bear territory. S&P 500 down almost 3%. Correction territory. All of these people are calling it stagflation, a stagnant, stagnant economy and rising inflation. It's dragflation. The economy is going to drag down and inflation is going up. That the banksters can't take a lousy 50 basis points rise. When you have inflation jumping along at what? You know, 8.5% and you're down to 75 basis points on inflation and they can't take it? That shows you how bad it is. Again, subscribe to the Trends Journal. What's going on today, trendsjournal.com, it's all in your magazine. We, we are the only magazine in the world that tells you history before it happens. There's no real Trends magazine other than ours. What else do we got? Oh, gold. You know, gold took a hit because treasuries are going up. And, you know, the stronger the dollar, the dollar, the dollar, you ready for this? Huh. Where is it? The dollar is at like a, a, uh, a two, a dollar hit like a, a 20 year high. Hasn't been this high since so like 2000, you know, so it's really, really going up. Response to uh, gold gave up most of the daily gains. Bitcoin's down like 7%. Because the um, uh, people don't want to take the gamble. And when you're looking at inflation, again, they raised the 50 basis points. And they're telling, Powell said, households and businesses are strong financial shape. <laughs> you know what that is. Bullshit. Yep. We raised by 50 points today. That was yesterday. And there's a broad sense within the committee then an additional 50 basis points is at the table in the next couple of meetings. All right? So, you're looking here at, yeah, the dollar rebounded to its highest level since December 2002, 20 years. The dollar is strong because the other economies are so weak, not because our economy is so strong. And we've been saying this over and over when people say the dollar's going to plummet. And we said, no, there's no competition. And we're going to go on what's going on in China. We've been writing about that too. So, matter of fact, there's a great interview on with, that I did a few weeks ago with Gordon Chang about China and where it's going. And he's been right on target with it. So remember, they said that inflation was only going to be temporary. So Powell, the bullshit guy, is saying that households and businesses are in strong financial shape. So he got inflation right, right? He said it was temporary, then it was transitory, and now he's saying it's real. The Canadian bankster shot his mouth off last week, this other little clown of a guy, Tiff Macklem Tiff. Shithead acknowledged that his lieutenants misjudged the strength of inflation at the start of the year. Misjudged? Why, that's, that's sexist. How could it be misjudged? They're either stupid or they're lying. And to me, they were lying. They're not that stupid. 
They're keeping the cheap money in there as long as they can to artificially prop up the markets. So where's gold going to go? Where's Bitcoin going to go? It's all in your trends journal. We have the breakout points. And we've been right on target with them. So oil prices, they stayed kind of flat today. They're depending on, they got to get a, a, the whole vote over there in the EU, whether to, whether to put the sanctions on Russia. Meanwhile, what's keeping oil prices not skyrocketing is the weak economy over there in China with all of their lockdowns. And that, again, the Brent crude is still at $110 a barrel. <clears throat> Bitcoin, again, the, the risk game is ending here. And Bitcoin's a risky game. And again, we have the breakout points where it has to go higher and where, where we see it going, the breakout points when it goes lower. The U.S. trade deficit widened to a record, almost $110 billion. Yep. 110, they sold out our country. You don't get it made over here. You don't want them dirty manufacturing jobs. Send it over to China. Besides that, we got all these government regulations. We're going to really make it hard for businesses to make any money. $110 billion. Yeah. Yeah, President Xi of China is seeing impact of curbs on Russia touts self-reliance. This is in the Wall Street Journal. I'm mentioning that to you because you go back to our top trends of 2022 and read what they are. You ready? One of them being self-sufficiency. There, you got it. Okay? This is what the smart companies, countries are doing. Chinese leader Xi is raising ramparts to make his nation self-reliant. He goes on to say that independence and self-reliance ensures that the cause of the party and the people will continue to move from victory to victory. It's as simple as that. You don't get involved in foreign entanglements and you become self-sufficient. And people think that Russia's going to go down. No. They have the human and natural resources to be a lot of self-sufficient. As does the United States, but it's so dumbed down and woke dead. We're not going anywhere but down. China lockdown hits sales and big retailers. Again, it's, it's, uh, they locked down some 328 million people. We got 332 million in America, okay? They locked down 328 million. So this is going to be really serious. Now, the point being, is they're going to be more self-reliant? So all these big companies, you know, that, that you know, that that went to over there, whether it's the Coca-Cola's, the the uh, the KFC's to the top end boutique Gucci's, their sales are going to go down. And the people in China start going to buy more made in China than made anywhere else. Australia hikes interest rates. The inflation's at 5.7%. <laughs> the cash rate is now 0.35%. So you know what that rate is? That's all it is. 
the International Monetary Fund <clears throat> says that the interest rates have to be 1% over the inflation rate. That's what they said when they forced Argentina to raise their interest rates to 44.5% because the Argentina borrowed all this dough from the IMF. It has to be 1% over inflation, which means that the, infl- the, the, the interest rate in the United States should be 9.5%. And over there in, in Australia, 6.7%. Uh, distressed debt levels double in U.S. corporate arena since the start of 2022. So more tightening you're going to see from the Federal Reserve. It's going to push the debt into more of a decreased zone. You're going to see a lot, a lot of failures coming up. Electric bills are latest to spike. In Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, and New York, Electric bills are up 15%, according to the Energy Department's latest figures. 15%. Now, they're going to go higher because the idiot in control of America, bullshit Biden, put the sanctions on Russia, and energy prices are going up around the world. And it's his quote, it won't deter Putin. But we're doing it because we're stupid, and everything we ever done is stupid, and we're going to continue it. Mortgage rates rose this week in the United States. They're at 5.27%. Go back a year ago, they're almost double. They're almost double. So what's this going to do to the housing market? It's going to slow down. Will it crash? Read the Trends Journal. Soaring energy prices push consumer... Soaring energy costs are pushing consumer prices higher. And this is out of Germany, where inflation reached the highest level since 1981 in April. According to the Federal Statistics Office, harmonized to make them comparable with inflation data from the European Union, increased at an annual rate of 7.8%. So what is all this going to mean? The war in Ukraine is making a bad situation worse, partially because of the war, because of all the exports that come out of Ukraine and Russia, such as wheat and sunflower oil and barley and the sanctions, making prices of palladium, gas, oil keep going up and others. And on to some other news. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has demanded the strongest possible retaliation to Russia's attack on Ukraine. And she said, we're going to put on the strongest sanctions in order to make the case that this is not tolerable. America stands firmly with Ukraine and will be there for you until the fight is done. Oh, we'll be there? Oh, you're going to go fight? No, no, you're going to send your husband and your kids to go fight? This is in our fight. I'm an American. What's going on between Ukraine and Russia has been going on for hundreds of years. What if, what if Putin said, Russia stands firmly with Iraq and will be there for you until the fight is done? Oh, all the, all the wars, the Afghan war, the Iraq war, the Libya war, What if Russia said this? Oh, that'd be fine. 
is an article that's a must read in Time Magazine. Brazil's ex-president Lula. Zelensky wanted war with Russia, West encouraging conflict with Ukraine. This guy, Lula, is he's looked at as the most left of the left wing. And he's running for president against Bolsonaro in Brazil. Some of his statements. He says Zelensky did, did want war with Russia. Otherwise, he would have negotiated long before the Kremlin's special military operations started. In an interview with Time magazine, published yesterday, he said he did want war. If he didn't want war, he would have negotiated a little more. That's it. Again, this is from Lula. He said this guy is as responsible as Putin for the war. Because in the war, there's not just one person guilty. This president of Ukraine could have said, come on, let's stop talking about this NATO business. Again, NATO wasn't supposed to move one inch further. And then Bill Clinton, Obama, and Bush kept pushing them further. There were 16 NATO countries. Now there were 30. So they kept pushing it further, one inch further. And he makes the point here. He said that... Um, this president of Ukraine could have said, come on, let's stop it, talking about NATO business and joining the EU for a while. Let's discuss it a bit first. He goes on to say that Ukraine president's conduct, quote, is a bit weird. According to Lula, nobody is, quote, trying to create peace. That's exactly what I said. We're one of the few people out there talking about peace. There are others, but not a lot. Lula also noted that people are inciting hatred toward Russians, President Vladimir Putin, but that won't solve anything. We need an agreement, but people are encouraging the war. You're encouraging this guy, Zelensky, and then he thinks he's a cherry on your cake. Why should you be having, we should be having serious conversations. Okay, you are a nice comedian, but let us not make war for you to show up on TV. All right? He goes on to say, it's not just Putin who's guilty. The United States and the EU are also guilty. What is the reason for the Ukraine invasion? NATO. He goes on and on and on. Exactly what we've been saying. Again, we don't approve of the the invasion, but even the Pope came out. Pope notes barking of NATO preceded the invasion. Pope Francis said the barking of NATO at the door of Russia may have led to the invasion of Ukraine. He goes on and on. Meanwhile, the littlest freaky freak, again, shithead galore over there in the UK Boris Johnson, the clown of clowns. You can't make up a funnier clown than this moron. He promises more weapons. And again, remember, he's been under a lot of pressure for lying about locking people up during COVID while he's having a party. Yep. Johnson told Ukrainian lawmakers via video link and the British people showed such unity and resolve that we will remember our time of the greatest perils of the finest hour, and they're going to send 2 billion 
2.5 billion, <laughs> around 6,000 anti-aircraft missiles, anti-tank missiles, on and on and on. <sighs> what else we got here? Up, oh, U.S. helped Kiev in targeting Russian generals, killing Russian generals. This is from the New York Times. Could you imagine if the headline read, Russia helped in targeting American generals in their fights in Iraq, in Libya, in Afghanistan? Could you imagine? But it's okay for the United States to ally with Ukraine. This is not a proxy war. America is an accessory to the crime of war. If somebody comes to you and says, listen, I want to kill this guy, I hate this guy, give me a mo some money and a gun, and I say, yeah, I really can't stand this guy either, and I give you money and a gun, and he kills him, am I an accessory to the crime? America's an accessory to this war. America's in the war against Russia. It's not a proxy war. It's right in front of our eyes. Uh, we got a lot more here. CDC records highest number of gun deaths in 2020. No kidding. Go back to your Trends Journal. March of 2020, when they started locking down everything, we said when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it, and you're going to see crime spike. And here we are. And obesity in Europe has reached epidemic proportions. It's causing over 200,000 cancer cases. But don't worry, the drug companies are coming out with new drugs to help you lose weight. You don't want to do it yourself. You don't want to stop eating crap food. You don't want to exercise. Keep eating the junk food. And but just take the pill and you'll be fine. It'll be perfect for you. Again, here's a line in here. This is from the WHO director. Dr. Hans Henry Klug, quote, people living with obesity were more likely to experience severe outcomes of the COVID-19 disease spectrum, including intensive care unit admission and death. No shit. No shit. 61% of Americans between the ages of one or adolescents, 61%. That were hospitalized were obese. And that's who the COVID was killing. People with 2.6 pre-existing comorbidities and obesity weighing in as the heaviest. And not a word, not a word about getting in good health. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news. And remember, support the Trends Journal if you want to support yourself. There's no magazine in the world that tells you what's going on, what it means, what's next, and what to do. Thanks for tuning in. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Are you prepared for what's next? These are unprecedented times. What's next? What's going to happen? Read the Trends Journal. We have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.